This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 526 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Today's tip is brought to you by Equestrian Collections. Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is from Steve Davis. Steve Davis is an AFA certified farrier hailing from Franklin, Tennessee. He is a current member of the Board of Directors of the American Farriers Association and a regular speaker at AFA conventions as well as equine expos and local and regional club meetings. Today's tip is to shoe or not to shoe your horse's hind feet. But first, a word from today's sponsor, EquestrianCollections.com. Autumn is here. Time to cash in on Mother Nature's horse-friendly weather and take to the saddle with renewed enthusiasm. In so doing, you'll likely notice a few gaps in you and your horse's fall wardrobes. That turnout sheet that's seen its last roll in the pasture. The fleece vest that is well past vintage and moving swiftly towards ratty. EquestrianCollections.com has what you and your horse need Plus, the latest just-can't-live-without fashions for fall. Visit EquestrianCollections.com today for fresh, fashionable, and functional items for your horse. Now, enjoy today's tip. And here we are back again with our favorite farrier, Steve Davis. Uh, What kind of cool and awesome quick tip do you have for us today? Uh, This tip for the day is, do I need to put shoes on the hind feet of my horse? We get that a lot. Ooh, and hope, hopefully you're saying to yourself, does my farrier need to put hind shoes on the back of my <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> well, that's a very good question because at least where, where we're from here in Kentucky, the vast majority of the time if your horse has shoes on his hind feet, he dares not be turned out with another horse because, hello, if they get to kicking and running and playing, it's a lot more likely he's going to cause some damage and the horse at the receiving end, his owner's liable to be pretty cranked about it so a lot of us are very hesitant to put hind shoes on but then on the other hand if you're out there doing some extreme riding so give us some guidelines i I think that's going to be really useful to me uh and this is just my my thinking if 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 you have a horse out there that that is barefooted and he kicks another horse whether by meaning to or inadvertent whatever it can do just as much damage simply because the hoof is untrimmed. It's got a sharp edge to it. I really don't think that it's that much of a difference between, because I've been kicked with a shod foot and kicked with an unshod foot. So from personal like, experience. It hurts. It hurts either way. <laughs> I have been kicked and, and by an unshod foot, and it's actually done more damage. It has cut. So I, I don't know. I don't, I'm not real sure about the shot versus unshot. Here's what I tell my clients: If you are going to leave your horse in one spot, just do him on the front. If 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 that way, it keeps the you know, three fourths of that horse is is driving his weights on the front. So if you feel better. Go ahead and shoot him on the front, leave him barefooted on the back. That's as close to being as natural as you can. And I'm all for keeping the horse as natural as we can. However, 
if you plan on taking that horse off of your property to trail ride, to show, whatever, you need to put hind shoes on. Here in Middle Tennessee, we have a lot of rocks, and sometimes these horses get can get a little bit sore if they're ridden on the rocks too much. The other thing is the discipline that you're in, whether you're in dressage, hunters, jumpers, whatever. If a dressage horse needs to have that hind foot shod because he needs base, and that will help him control his hind end a little bit better. Jumpers, eventers, you've got to have traction. The best traction is to put a shoe on and have a stud put in. So, and it, depending on the length of the stud is what kind of terrain you're running. So that is the reason. If we can keep your horse barefooted on the hind, and, you, and, and the capsule will, by nature, trim itself, and then your farrier can just kind of shape it up, get the edges off, the flares and whatnot, and you'll have a, you, you won't have as high a shoeing bill. That's and always appreciated. That's it, that is appreciated. We're yeah. out here to do this for money. We're not doing it for health, obviously. But if your farrier really cares about your horse, he'll do what's best, and that would be to leave him unshod on the back. Cool. So that that um, prompts the question, you've decided that your horse can be barefoot in the back. He kind of pleasure rides around the farm and, and doesn't really mm-hmm. need them in the back. Is mm-hmm. there a difference that is visible to your average horse owner obviously to a farrier there's a difference because they're trained to see these things if i watch a farrier trim the hind feet of a horse um that's going to be shod and then the way he trims the foot for a horse that's going to stay barefoot is there a significant difference in what we're going to see that farrier do between a horse that's about to wear a shoe and a horse that's about to stay barefoot, if I'm just Susie, the horse owner, standing there watching. Did I make any sense with that? Definitely. Definitely. Tell me. If you're going to leave this horse barefooted, the last thing you want to do is trim that wall down to the sole plane. You don't want now explain to explain to our listeners what you mean by sole plane. For okay, George, the, George and Susie, the horse owner, if they pick up the horse's foot, what would they see if the horse's foot had been trimmed to the sole plane. Okay, the sole is that area of the foot that goes from the frog to the outside around the foot. That is that's, your sole. If, if your horse's foot was a was a cereal bowl, that's where the cereal goes. Exactly. Okay, got it. Now, if you're going to trim that foot to be left unshod, don't put a shoe on it, what your farrier will do or should do is to leave the wall about the size or about the thickness of a shoe and leave that all the way around the foot, all the way around the circumference of the foot, and level it off and get him level medial and laterally. But you want that little, I call it that little natural shoe that's on that foot. That way you're not down on the sole and you're not taking any type of, um, you're not adding any insult to the sole. You're okay. leaving that little rim around there. If you're so, going to chew it, you okay, need so to, that your what's that going to look like? Drop it down. 
Oh, so that's going to be shallower. So if I'm looking, if I'm using my bowl, a dish reference, Mm -hmm. if I pick up Mm -hmm. a freshly trimmed foot that is about to have a horseshoe put onto it, Mm -hmm. I'm going to have a shallow salad bowl kind of a shape. You're gonna. It's going to be a little bit more shallow because you're going to put the dip in your bowl with your shoe. The shoe's going to do what the two-fold. But if I pick up the foot that's going to stay barefoot, it should be a little bit more like a Super Bowl, and the horse's hoof wall is the rim of the bowl, so to speak. Exactly. That that wall should should basically exemplify a shoe. It should ha- it should be up above the sole plane, dressed off on the sides, what we call a Mustang roll, where you take your rasp and you round it off on the, on, all the way around on the sides, and that keeps it from being sharp and breaking up. And that will give you a little natural little shoe on that hind foot. So there you go. Well, that's inter- That's very interesting, and that applies to back feet as well as front feet. So A, you decide whether or not your horse needs shoes in the back, uh-huh. and then B... Now we all understand what it should look like when he's finished. Because if he's got, if he's going to stay barefoot, and you look at that freshly shod foot, that boy, it looks more like a dinner plate than a bowl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then you're likely to go, hmm, he's going to get sore for a couple of days because his foot's awfully short. He's not standing like he should. Exactly. Well, exactly. that explains and a lot, also, doesn't it? You also, on the frog, you want to leave a little bit more frog there. You don't want to be ripping that frog out of there because that frog is there for support. An essential ingredient. Yeah, so you don't want anybody to, to basically take your frog out. You just clean the frog up. Get the little fissures off of it, the little hangy things. Clean the frog up, and that's all you need to do. The frog has to come in contact with the ground to have is, a healthy foot. Is, uh, is little hangy things the official term um, <laughs> supported by the AFA for pieces of frog? <laughs> little hangy things, yes. <laughs> they're, they're hangnails for a horse, yeah. That's exactly right. Well, once again, fascinating and useful information, Steve. We appreciate you stopping by. Most welcome. Thank you for having me. Take care. (laughs) Well, there you go. To listen to all of Steve's tips or to contact him about speaking at a function, just go to horsetipdaily.com and go to the experts drop down menu on the left or on the top border. To learn more about the AFA as well as fascinating stuff about hooves and farriery, stop by the American Farriers Association website at AmericanFarriers.org. Please stop by the Horse Tip Daily Facebook page and let us know what you think of the tips you hear on the show. It's also a great place to tell us about topics you'd like to hear us cover. You can subscribe to all of the great shows on the Horse Radio Network through iTunes or Zune and get your horse podcasts automatically downloaded to your iPod, Zune, or MP3 player. I'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, go ride your horse! The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily.